Welcome to Cosmic Channels. Open minds on cosmic lines. To call in to future episodes, the number is 1-833-703-0424. The show is recorded live the second and fourth Sunday of every month. Please subscribe to Alien Theorist Theorizing on YouTube to watch it live or patreon.com slash alien theorists podcast to watch on demand. The cosmic channels are open. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. Got a little bit of uh, early Cosmic Channels uh, for two reasons. Uh, one, to, you know, get those East Coasters, get an early call. And two, so the West Coasters can uh, go to Mother's Day dinner. That's why. So well, happy Mother's delight. Day it's all to all is. the moms out there. A little afternoon delight, Cosmic Channels here. Uh, afternoon delight. Afternoon, afternoon delight. delight. Pew! I was going to get a decent late time in the UK, I guess. Um, that's been morning? the probably the hardest setup of all time, I would say today. Yeah, we're 20 <laughs> minutes late from a change subject because uh, Ryan decided to change his computers. Classic. I then decided to, I was forced to by the <laughs> degradation of constant use over the last three years. My computers have blown up. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm struggling. I'm fucking struggling. I'm about to flip something. Something's getting <laughs> gotta, flipped. It's got it got to reroute the power through the deflector shields, and it's been hey, climbing through Jeffrey's tubes. All I'm saying, Zell, is if you need some help, Betty, don't be afraid to ask. I'll come over. Give me a call. I'm gonna need, need some. You need some hard drives installed, bud? <laughs> yeah, I'm I got gonna, you, dude. I'm gonna need it. I'm gonna I need a lot. You. I'm gonna need a lot of help. A lot. I got tons of experience with those tiny little fucking screwdrivers and all that. I got you, bud. All right. All right. Now, because we, uh, we switched this late, so it, I don't know, it might just be us talking to ourselves for 40 minutes. So, if not, I'm going to leave the answering machine on tonight at the sick regular time. And, <laughs> uh, and if we can't get any calls now, <laughs> we'll use those calls. <laughs> we'll use the we'll use the answering machine here. I don't know. Is anyone even watching live? Because good question. Uh, yeah. Yes. Some. Oh, we got some. <laughs> With some three, six. Three. <laughs> Is it really <Hey>. three? <laughs> Remote viewing, baby. Fantastic. Okay, someone's calling. We're about to find out and see if this works. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hello, Zell. How are you tonight? Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you perfectly. Well, that's not bad then. Not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. This is uh, Noah. We know. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? Uh, okay. No, oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, my, my I, I have a question for you guys, but it does come with a story. Not my story, but it's a story from a, of a uh, from a famous author. If that's okay. A story from a famous author. Keep it. Let's let's keep it quick. Let's keep it quick. Robert Munch. Okay. Huh. Robert Munch. Doctor Seuss. Hmm. No. Rodol? Uh, think of more of uh, Odd Thomas. Think of more of the Odd Thomas series. Okay. Like the train? 
Thomas the Train? Dink, Dink, uh, Dink Coots. Oh, Dean Coons, yeah, no, Dean Coons. All right. Not a lot of pictures in those books, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyhow, uh, Dink, so Dean Coons, he was being interviewed about the Autonomous series at one point, and he was asked, you know, whether or not he believed that the, there is a way for the dead to reach out to people sometimes. And he says, I have a story about that. So what happened, so he, he, re- he recollects one to- at one point in 1988, when he was working late one night, he had received a call on his phone on his phone line, and on the other end of the, on the end of the line, it was a sounded like a woman very distant in the, in the call, and all she she had said was, "Be careful of your father." And Green's like, "What? Hello, hello." Voice line went silent, and he hung up the phone. The thing about this is that a his phone line was privated and, it, and it's actually unlisted. So you, so there'd be no way to call call him unless you're very close to him. And number two, the woman on the other end of the line sounded like his mother, who had actually died 20 years earlier. Oh shit! It's very appropriate for Mother's Day. I apologize for that. No, it's good. He's talking to his dead mom. Mm. I'd love to fucking call from Sal. Okay. Well, anyhow. This actually, that message to him came true two days later when the nursing home called about his father. And they said to him, they said to him, you know, your, your dad's being a really weird, we're, we're this close to kicking him out. You need to come down here and situate him right now. So Dean's like, okay. Now he had, he's had to deal with his dad before. It, like he had a very, very, very bad childhood. Like he's been, he has talked about his dad and not, and not very fond memories. And so when he went down to the nursing home, he was kind of started to be more hyper aware of, of his surroundings with them. Like he didn't know what was going to happen, but he was watching very closely. And as soon as he entered his dad's room, his dad made no, he, he did not think, he did not uh, take his time. He immediately grabbed a knife from his drawer and lunged and tried to kill him, tried to kill his own son. Now, oh, luckily, Dean Coons was able, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. What? No, just reacting sorry, to the story. I, I, what oh, a coons. Oh, sorry. Uh, he, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but Dean Coons, he, he was able to wrinkle it off him and then take the knife and just throw it away. And they got they sent his dad to a psychiatric hospital afterwards and where they, they, they diagnosed him with, like, paranoid schizophrenia or something like that. Something along those lines, I think. And, yeah, and that's kind of the whole story. And the question that I had for you guys is, do you personally believe that the dead could reach out to us like in any kind of way, whether it be to warn us or something, maybe just to talk to us? What's your view on this? Can the dead reach out to talk to us? Yeah, like in any way, like just like like Dean Kuntz's, like just like the way it happened to Dean Kuntz or in in any other fashion. We do know that... It is possible, but you do need an official Hasbro board. Yeah, true. That's a Ouija board. <laughs> it's called Ouija. Yeah. You need, you, yeah, you need a that you need some type of company connect. has perfected Ouija technology. Yeah. We know that. Or a, oh, yeah, use orphan's blood with for like the ink a, <laughs> with any older woman that has a crystal ball. So if cards she's method cards. I heard she's got a bunch of Yu-Gi-Ohs and she flips around, lets you know <laughs> yeah. what's happening, talks yeah. to dead people. Yeah, I think. Yeah, if there is a way, there needs to be some type of like connection between, let's say. 
Spirit phone. We need a spirit phone. <laughs> yes. Voice box. Let's think. I, I might, mean, yeah. That if you if you listen to Zach, uh, you know, expert expert Zach Baggins. I oh yeah, Zach got Baggins. Little, <laughs> they've got their what's their little speak and spell thing? God damn it! What is that thing? That thing's amazing. Siri? No, not Siri. They're little. Uh, that ah, fuck. What is it? It's that little little. They have that little thing that like it just picks out random words that I guess ghosts pick off their machine. I don't know, but. <laughs> Uh, I think communication is it made by lot. Hasbro. Uh, n- n- no. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Pretty sure. I... No. I don't mm. know. It would have to be something to go between the two. I don't know. Like go between. I don't know. It's uh... spirit phone, a Ouija board. Boom. I got two. I almost bought three. Andrew, Andrew sent me one on Messenger. Like, yeah, check this one out. Yeah, that one was cursed. That one for looked sure. fucking cursed. That's made with orphan's blood. Yeah, definitely. Thousand percent. Yeah, didn't we have the plans for a ghost box or something? Like, didn't we have one? It was made. Like, I sent you guys that picture of the one. And it was just, it was like an amp. It looked like a guitar amp or something with like LEDs. Oh, in it. yes. That's right. Yeah. Did that. And then there's a demon board. Gonna make a demon board as well. So, what's the difference between a demon board and a Ouija board? Demon board's better. One demon board's Why? made with virgin's blood. Well, Ouija, Ouija board, you know, it can open up all portals to any, like all the different realms. Demon board is specifically for demons. Hell. Oh, hell. demons. oh okay. Yeah. yeah like specifically, you know what you're getting. You know, if you play demon board, you know, you're getting, you're, you're getting Zozo. You're getting, you're getting Beelzebub. You're getting, yeah, you're getting the yeah. demons. You're getting the higher yeah. end demons. Premium. Premium. It's premium. <laughs> it's a premium. demon <laughs> board. Please do. You say you're going to give us a demon board? Oh, C. Oh. I don't I don't even know what a demon board looks like. I would just love to see y'all just play with it. It's coming. Oh, definitely. I hope so. It's also going to be playing alone. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Mattel makes them. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Strictly a Hasbro guy. Awesome. All right, Ben. Thanks for uh, thanks for being the test call, the first cast test call of the day. There's no what's in the box this week, mainly because I totally forgot. <laughs> I had to make sure though, because I didn't want to have the call back again. You can guess what's on my desk if you want. I'm hold I'm holding the item on my desk, holding it. A, a pencil. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. All right, Noah. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you again. See ya. Okay. Bye. Bye. Take it easy, buddy. Hey. At least the, it is working, at least. So there you go. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Yeah, is this the suicide channel? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope yeah, not. We'll all hang up and give you 15 minutes with Dan, but you will be charged uh, five ninety nine a minute. <laughs> That's the premium lie. suicide chance. <laughs> yeah, you got to pay for help here. Yeah, you got to pay to live. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from America. America. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, good enough. What's yeah. It, what do you got so for us tonight? What do you think going to happen on the 9th? On the 9th? 
Yeah. Like tomorrow? Like tomorrow? Uh, yeah, Monday. So, it's only so it America sucks. Where they're like drilling it in your head that like uh, Victory Day is going to be some shit. Oh, ask Russian Victory Day. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every day's been some shit. Like no, like I'm uh, I have anxiety problems, and I'm looking at the news, and I'm like, God damn it, I can't even watch or read anything. Yeah, that's the problem right there. Yeah. So sorry, like the the war's gonna end in Ukraine on the ninth. Is that what they're saying? Oh yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, he's nailed it. No, they're yeah. I mean, I've I've read some some stuff. They're like, oh, because. No, the victory. They wanted to get all the stuff done. Russia wants a victory for Victory Day, and uh, I don't know. So I, we'd be we'd be guessing what's going to happen. Like I don't. But isn't it, isn't it like it's already Victory Day in Russia though, right? Like it's they're like victory over. Day. Tw- no, like it's like over. No, what I'm saying is it's May 9th there already. No, no, no. Yeah, because they're on the other side of the atmosphere. Yeah. So yeah, for yeah, the world. Yeah. So that makes sense. Okay, good. We're not all dead. Hey, still here. Victory Day. Hey, every day is full of small victories, my friend. Okay. And hey, my- uh, uh, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you made it through. I thought I was calling uh, a suicide hot, hotline. <laughs> no, no, hopefully not. <laughs> the, the dorky guys that talk about aliens. That is us. us. No, you're not wrong. Yeah. All right. You, you, no, no, you're good. I'm weird. Just we're fucking back. <laughs> hey, you know you, you can rest assured that we don't know what's happening on Victory Day, but we can no assure idea. you that's probably nothing more than what's been happening for the last six weeks or and eight weeks. We're, like, we're, we're, we're reverse Nostradamus. If we make a prediction, it's polar opposite. Yeah, <laughs> anything we say, true. yeah, don't want that. It's gonna be a bunch of drunk Russians playing Tom Cochran Victory Day and just popping bottles of vodka. Alien theorists that. They do try to nuke shit, and the aliens come down, and we just get to see it all. Like, see the aliens stop the nukes? Yeah, because that's that's the one thing I I I have hope for right now. Is you know, Putin's fucking crazy. He knows he's going to get murdered if he doesn't present something in the next few days that makes sense for why that twenty thousand Russian troops have died. They've lost ten percent of their military tanks and helicopters and planes. Like, that entire society relies upon the fact that he's the boss. And now he ain't the fucking boss. So he's got to do something or he knows he's going to be murdered. Uh, People tried to murder him before, so I don't know. I really don't know. I hope for the best. I'm not really caught up on the the Russian politics. I have no idea. Yeah. Who's in charge? That's about it. Like uh, what what goes on with like uh, what was it in the seventies that alien uh, uh, in Russia like all the all the Russian shit that got released like uh, what was that one in the seventies in Russia that it was like uh, jellyfish type uh, like do y'all not remember this yeah Petrosvatsk Petrosvatsk yeah. phenomenon yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen like recent images of SpaceX's launch? Like where it's a rocket going up into the atmosphere in different stages. You see it. And then there's a jellyfish like thing that drops over it. Like, I mean, that just seems like a Russian launch. 
But when you look at all the other things where nuclear sites are explored and shut down for 10 to 15 seconds or made to launch for 10 to 15 seconds, uh, to me, it seems like this is our best chance at figuring out what the United States is hiding. Like, we have military technology in the United States that is far advanced of what most people would even consider possible. And that's the UFOs, in my opinion. And the fact that we will never get to see them because the private technology is a crime against the American people. It's a crime against the world because we need free energy. And like, just I'll, not being able to. I would love to some free point. energy. So I, I, I hope that a nuclear war does start tomorrow or today. Hey, in Russia. Whoa. And <laughs> they shut that shit down. Yeah, they shut it down. They shut it down. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. bomb gets launched. Alien comes in. Some super technology grabs the bomb, vaporizes it, sends it to a different dimension, and we're good. Yeah, exactly. Okay, like can... that hasn't happened yet. Like, I, god damn it! Sometimes you, you, you boys see me on like. You... I mean, just I, I will just say yesterday the. I will say that yesterday the CIA director said that there's no signs that Putin's moving or Nukes. readying any type of nuclear thing. Yeah, maybe they just they, made that announcement yesterday. Maybe I read that. So back in the interest of the atomic weapons, aliens have already dismantled them all. They're like they're incapable of firing. So we've all just been playing this game of chicken, but everyone knows their nukes don't work anymore. <laughs> I like that. It's probably my favorite one. I like that too. Okay, I'll take that one. All right, let's go with that. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Bye. Yeah, that gets. Oh man! All right. Well, people are calling for AM edition or early edition. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hello. How's it going? We're doing well. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, Richard, calling from Alberta. Uh, Richard. Welcome back. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. So I have a story for you. Perfect. Let's hear it. Pick off another one here. So, uh, since it's Mother's Day, I'll stick to somewhat Mother's Day theme, or a mother theme, I should say. So, uh, I, I've told you the stories before about uh, around by my grandparents' house. Well, there was a section of land that was being logged just to the northwest of them, uh, about like not even half a mile northwest, and the crew that was operating it was actually uh, far off relatives from um, it, it would be a married in aunt it would be her family so actually the aunt since she grew up in that industry she was actually running the skitter as well and so they're working in a slash they're they're she's doing her thing pulling logs up and all of a sudden she heard a girl's voice call and she was like, those old skitters were talking back in the 80s. They're loud. But she could hear this girl call her, right? And uh, she just heard, Mommy. And she thought she was kind of hearing things, whatever, right? Because you shouldn't hear anything. So she kept working away, and all of a sudden she heard it again. Mommy. No. So she actually stopped, and she looked around. She's thinking, because she had two kids, a boy and a girl. And she's thinking, holy crap, did they follow me? Right? Because they didn't live. They only lived mile down the road if not so she shut the skitter off and she heard it again but it sounded a little bit further away so 
she jumps off the skitter and she's listening and she could hear this girl's voice, mommy. So she starts walking across the slash towards this voice and she's walking north, right? Her house is to the south. So she's walking and every, she'd stop and she'd listen and she'd start to walk again and she'd hear it again. And she, but she couldn't see any kid. Finally, she got to basically the tree line, the end of their cut block. And she could hear the voice again uh, from in the, uh, from basically from deep in the woods. She heard it just as loud again, just mommy. She thought, nope, I am not going in there. Oh. Yeah, that's some fucking yeah. skinwalker shit. Yeah. Yep. She ended up talking to her father who owned the company and he heard it, but he heard a boy calling daddy. Well, what they got thinking after is about another mile north of them is the spook hole. Oh, no. I'm sure that's sake. related. Probably related. If it was something Gotta trying be. to coax them off into the if it was something trying to coax them off into the distance or what it was. Oh, trying to lure them into the woods, man. That's some like David. Yeah. This is the shit David Politis warns us about. Yep. Never go alone. So. Just don't go at all. Just don't go at all. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. So that's just a short little story I have for tonight. Oh, spooky. Spooky as hell. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Like I said, it's a strange, it's a strange place. So, yeah, from the few stories you've told us, sounds like, yeah, and I got, I got portal to hell. Yeah, it is. Awesome, man. All right, we'll talk to you again. Just uh, another, right? Just another reason to avoid Alberta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he's from Alberta, but I think they said the spook hole is from it, Ontario, Ontario or something. Yeah, oh, Ontario. Another reason to avoid Get Ontario. Then, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> Little spook hole. Are we, we should do a case file on spook hole. Just investigate the spook hole ourselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how awesome down and see what happens. All right, we got another caller. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's going on, Chris? Oh no, it's not Chris. <laughs> Who is it? That's, That's not Chris from Denver. That doesn't sound like Chris from Denver. This is uh <laughs> no, this is uh, Leroy from West Texas. Leroy. Oh, Leroy from West oh, Texas. What's up, Leroy? It's cracking. Yeah, what's up, guys? I thought it, oh, yeah. Now that you're talking about I thought it was pretty similar, though. Braden was trying to get ahead of the curve there. I thought it Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am from Denver City. Hey. West Close. Texas. And not Denver, but Denver City. Small little hey, town. Yeah. Cool. What, what do you got for us tonight? Yeah. Oh, man, I wanted to talk to y'all. You know, remember y'all's case file, you know, with the Lubbock Lights? Yep. Yeah. I was going to give a little insight on that. Sure. Please do. Uh, the, the direction, some of the directions y'all gave were a little botched, but that's all good. I, the town I grew up in is about an hour away from Lubbock. But what I had was, that, you, know, you know, the whole story of the Lubbock Lights, there was never no mention of Reef Air Force Base which sits right outside of Lubbock. And during, during World War II, it was specifically designed to train bomber pilots. Oh, okay. So I, I don't know. I was just, I, I know there was no mention of that in the case, Boston. I, I've always kind of wondered if 
you know, maybe they were flying some testing something off the, that air base. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. So, you know, uh, that, that always, you know, always wondered about that. And, um, funny little insight is about, you know, west of Lubbock when y'all did the whole level land UFO. Well, just so happened to be my grandfather grew up in level land and he was about nine years old when that happened. Oh, did you, oh. Those UFO- did you send us something like a while ago saying about this, something about that? Um, maybe so. I did, I did send a beer that was uh, called Lubbock life. I did post up a picture on Facebook about that. Okay. Yeah. It's ringing a bell. That's cool though. Did he ever spill any information about it? Uh, yeah. Cause it just so happened to be the sheriff that had as well seen that stuff. Uh, sheriff, uh, Weir Clem was my great grandfather's one of his best friends. Oh, cool. cool connection. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, my grandfather, you know, he told me at, when he came over to their house, and was kind of giving insight on it. You know, he, he says, uh, swears up and down. He saw what he saw. He said, uh, project, my grandfather said project blue book guys were in and out of Leveland for about two weeks after that incident. Oh shit. And, and so thought, thought that was pretty neat that there was kind of that connection there. And so my grandfather's always been interested in the whole thing. And, um, it was uh, about uh, years later, right after the Korean War. My grandfather, you know, was a career airman. My great grandfather was, and after he retired out of the Air Force, he kind of was deciding what he wanted to do with his life, and he decided to go into uh, private security. And he ended up, since he was a retired airman, they kind of wanted military guys once they once uh some of these these bases started wanting to go private you know security for them yeah and they wanted the white broncos mm. do what the white broncos of area 51 <laughs> private security yeah and yeah and so uh my grandfather ended up doing night security for holloman air force base oh cool Almogordo, New Mexico, Almogordo, New Mexico. And his, uh, he had told my grandfather a story. And he, my great grandfather died in about mid 90. And that, that's kind of when the whole UFO craze was kind of kicking up on Fox and, you know, you couldn't go without. My grandfather told me he was, uh, went to Leveland to visit my great grandfather and they were sitting there kind of talking. And, uh, he, they, some UFO thing came on the TV. They kind of laughed about it. Hey, you remember in 57 when the, the whole Leveland UFO and my, my great grandfather was like, you know, uh, he was one of my good friends and I believed him. You know, he told me he saw what he saw and I didn't take the guy for a liar. And he was, he kind of said, and he told my grandfather this. He was like, and just so happens, he was like, when you're, when you're working, not security for a, for an air force base. It's, it's pretty neat to sit there and you're, you're checking in some trucks coming in are, you know, some, they're, they're armored little convoy. I'd be peeking under every tarp, mm-hmm. every tarp that came by. I'd be peeking oh, for sure. 
and 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 this is this is it. He was like, I, I ended. He was like, when when one came, armored convoy came in, the uh, what uh, sheriff we were clan and that some of them claim to see. He's like, it's it was pretty interesting that you end up seeing one kind of under that tarp. Yeah, no doubt. Same style of craft. Weird. Hmm. That'd be so cool to see. That'd be so cool. Yeah, I know. So yeah, and you know, it was pretty interesting. I thought I'd call in with that. He kind of said he ended up fully believing his friend because he just so happened when he was doing that, he kind of saw some pretty weird stuff coming in there. Yeah. Fuck. That's really cool. But yeah, I was just going to get give that little story and you know yeah, I guess you can take it with a grain of salt if so but no, I that was pretty neat and I was just yeah, yeah so I was just wondering love hearing that shit yeah and so I was just wondering what kind of y'all thought on that that whole thing what I know y'all kind of already did it on the case file and talked but I was going to give a little insight and see if you know possibly with a you know because every time you hear about the Lubbock Lights you don't get no mention of the Air Force Base. Yeah, that was sitting right out outside of it. So maybe it was something there. Maybe they were just testing something. Yeah, maybe that's why you don't, when you research the story, you don't hear about it. It's like kind of like, you know, not covered up, but just like omitted, purposely omitted from a lot of stories. Just like, nah, just don't point, don't point anyone in that direction, at least. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then uh, also, you know, when they, they people were, calling in saying that they seen something uh, outside of Leveland dropping down on, on the highway not too far down the road is Clovis, New Mexico and it wasn't shortly after they it's not not as popular you know or widely known but they started getting similar reports outside there which Clovis, New Mexico has a Air Force base as well huh cool which it yeah, which is about an hour and forty from forty minutes from from Lubbock. Short flight. So I thought, I, so yeah, so yeah, so I thought that was pretty compelling when when they're getting reports of something there too. If maybe the you know the whole Leveland UFO was maybe just our military testing something and running it between all these little Air Force bases. Yeah, perhaps could be. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they're moving it or something. Like, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought y'all would be interested to hear that. Awesome. Hey, well, we, we appreciate the call. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. All right. Y'all have a good one. Yeah, you too. Hey, cheers, man. Happy Mother's Day to, to y'all's women in y'all's lives. You as well, brother. You as well. All right. Thanks, man. All right. Bye. Take care of yourself. It's always cool to hear like stories of like, it's like I had a family member who, you know, kind of wit- witnessed one of these close at first hand. Yeah, it's a, like uh, six degrees to separate of Kevin Bacon, right? It's always nice to see like someone calls <laughs> us and they're like, hey, my uncle was knew this guy. It's like, hey, we're, we're only four degrees off of the Lubbock Lights, boys. Not bad. <laughs> All right, let's bring in a, another caller. Hello, Cosmic Channels. Hey, what's up, man? Des from California. 
Dad's from California. Thanks for calling in. Wait, wait. Is this Chris from Denver? <laughs> <laughs> and also, I'm pretty sure me and Braden are wearing the same car or hat right now. Prove it. Oh, you should probably take it off then. You don't want to be associated. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. This is a one of a kind. I have a weird UFO story. A weird. Perfect. You're in the right place. Uh, so, so I uh, I got up at like 5 a.m. go to work, and as soon as I walk at the door, I see these two orange orbs that are just like floating past the tree line. And at first, I'm, I'm like, all right, it's just an airplane or something, but they're going super slow. And then all of a sudden, like, I, I started recording it, actually, so I got them on film. And uh, they float up and then just disappear. Hmm. So that's not the crazy part of it. I posted it on Instagram, and then my buddy him and his wife were in L.A., and they're like, we saw the same thing from over here. And they sent a video of the same exact same as that two orange orbs floating. And that's eight hours away. Oh, cool. It it's an it's an interesting with those like orange orbs, like because there's um like I, I'm on the MUFON database and there is I would say the most interesting ones are always these like these just like floating orbs that they don't they kind of stay linked in the distance they drift with each other but they'll fade out and fade back in and, and more will fade out and fade back in and it's always these like orange lights like at dusk or dawn uh you see them in the sky like on a horizon or something it it, it was very interesting so send us those send us those videos yeah definitely yeah of course i have uh i have both actually because they sent me the videos actually he's probably listening to it right now shout out what's up zach what's up zach <laughs> yeah the, it was it, it it didn't float like like a, a airplane or anything or a helicopter. That's why it, it caught my attention. I was walking outside and it's still dark. What the hell is that? So then I pulled out my phone because I'm not going to miss another video of a UFO. Yeah, no, that's not going to be that guy. We need more people like you out there. Yeah, thank you, thank you. They floated super slow and then they just disappeared out of nowhere. And in the video, you hear me go, "Oh, and they're gone." And then they showed up eight hours away. Someone else has the same same sighting. Time, no, eight hours away, yeah. Same time zone, but eight hours away, they sent the same video. Ain't no China lanterns. Yeah. <laughs> too big, boy. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> that that was one of the things I thought, too, because I've seen those before. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit, UFO. But then I found out it's just, you know, the, the fire lamps. But now, that's not possible. No, I don't think not going to drift that far. Well, and the amount of time I'm like, I'm like the amount of times people like will see those and be like, oh, they're just those lanterns. I'm like, all right, man, then we got a serious issue with people flying these off nonstop. I don't know anybody that does that in real life. So how often are people just lighting those lanterns all the time? Yeah, that's what I think too. The, the, like, especially you know, if this was, you know, an Asian country, I might be a little more prone to be like, okay, maybe. But like, it's not big over here in the West. Like, on it's, I've never seen Chinese lanterns going off, other than like on a patio. But they're strapped to like a string, right? Like, <laughs> not drifting as a fire hazard not, through the sky. Yeah. 
<laughs> you're not gonna be eight hours away. Yeah, no, that's a uh, that's cool. That's a UFO store, like UFO right there. I got one question for y'all, and this is this is super late, but uh, I've been thinking about it for a while. Do you guys think the whole Travis Scott thing was like a like a, a blood sacrifice? Travis. Was that the was that the concert where like all the people got oh the trampling. trampled and shit and he did, he was like they were like the ambulance was right in front of him he didn't even stop the show yeah I mean I've seen I've seen the whatever YouTube's and stuff and of that of being like oh this stage had uh, satanic Illuminati symbolism and stuff like that um, I did think it was weird that he didn't even bother stopping the show. Like, you know, there's always the saying, the show must go on, but it's pretty set. Like you've seen hundreds of other bands stop a show because crowd someone's crush, in medical man. distress yeah. to like, clear, hey, clear the crowd, back up, right? Like you've seen that. So um, I don't know how old that Travis Scott is. I don't know how much he saw, but there was videos where he looks like he's singing and looking directly he's, at people. He's only 30, CPR. He's 31. <laughs> people are climbing up the stage and saying like, hey, people are dying right now. And he still kept going. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it seems sketchy. It, it, it was interesting. I've, I've seen all those videos. I, like, a, I don't know. It seems like a... It doesn't really seem like a really good ritualistic uh, sacrifice. It just seems like terrible planning and and a little bit of uh, bad oversight to me. But like, yeah, I, they had. I remember the the where you're walking in. There's some occult symbolism and stuff to the interests of the Juice World or whatever it was. And I seen that. Um, I'd have to take a deep dive into it before I kind of really made a. Uh, judgment call, but I've seen. I'm aware of that uh, of those accusations. Yeah, I mean, that was just a poorly managed festival. That many people, all like stage crushing. It's like we've learned our lesson in the past of how not to let that happen. And the reason that still happens is like kind of mind boggling sometimes. It just seemed like a Falcon bargain to me. What was that? It seemed like a Falcon bargain to me. So just me, or is he? Is he I, I can, he's cutting out. Like it was not nothing was paid attention to. Yeah, I don't know. It's a. It was planned. That yeah, tragic event. I don't. I mean, it's like how do you know like that someone's being sacrificed though? You just had poor management, and then people got trampled and crushed. I guess if you, I mean, if you studied past festivals where people that happened to be like, all right, if we want people to die here, this is what we do: we overfill it, don't put up the barriers. Yeah, I guess. I mean, but like, was this is this to appease Moloch or something? Like, I, I just don't know. Like, is it uh, you know? Did they? Who's the sacrifice to? <laughs> right? Yeah. Who's the sacrifice to? And like, what? Like, whatever demon you need a sacrifice to to get more fame. But it's is it one of those things where it's like you know, like I guess I I just don't know the ins and outs of uh, not well versed, not well versed, of you know. sacrificing of human rituals because I'm like in my head I'm like shouldn't there have been some candles lit like you know like maybe some symbols dr like drawn like they should have been like sacrificing the center of a pentagram or something I yeah. don't know I haven't I haven't really looked into the I mean the occult angle on that I just I seen it as a musician as a terrible a terrible event of concert planning because it's not the, it's, yeah it's not, like not the first time people have been crushed and trampled <clears throat> at like a large event so I don't know I'd it, also I'd also want to know that why certain multiple people were getting crushed and killed and nothing stopped like you know it's like even like a, this is 
super random, but bringing their eyes in, some girl got crushed and they stopped it immediately. You know, this is the yeah. first time I've seen it not stop. And this dude seemed like he was like, yes, this is what I wanted. Yeah. No, I'm, it seemed off. Yeah. It didn't, uh, tragic event, but yeah, it's hard, it's hard to speculate on. I don't really know what the symbolism was or what the, what yeah, the stage like I looked said, like. I'd I never really looked into it. Dive into it. Further than just some, a couple YouTube videos. <laughs> I request an episode like the Colt in Hollywood would be great. We talked about with Greg Carlwood a long time ago, some of the occult stuff, but we didn't get too deep into a lot of it. I mean, there's endless, endless channels of stuff to look into for sure. Gotcha. But it's not a... Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for taking the call, man. All right. Have a good one. Take care of yourself. Bye. Yeah, that was a tragic event, man. How many people yeah. like, but didn't some like young kids die, like nine yeah, year like old thir- or thirteen year olds or something, something ridiculously young? But yeah, and that's so, happened so many times in concert planning over the years, like some really yeah, bad I ones. Should, like and, I, if you looked up events like where one or two people got injured or something, like I, I don't think it's a like a rare occurrence. No, injured not, but like trampled and squ- like pretty much crushed to death by the crowd crush, like everyone pushing forward. And you're at the front, right. and like you, you can't breathe, and you you die. Yeah. You can't get out. It's like a terrible thing. Yeah, hundred thousand people, all like pushing towards the front. Let me get me closer. And sometimes like the artist eggs people on, like bring it in, bring it in. And then like the people yeah. at the front, <laughs> take it back, take it back, <laughs> <Go> step back. <laughs> Everyone, take three steps back. Yeah. All right, let's bring another caller in. Hey, hello, Cosmic Channels. Fuck you guys, I called. Wow. Fuck you, you did. What's your name and where are you calling from? I'm Christicles. Uh, I'm calling from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Christicles? And everything you guys said, everything you guys said last time about Calgary, it's all true. <laughs> hey, it's uh, we, I mean, you'll have to, re- last time, I mean, we talk a lot of shit about Calgary. So. <laughs> and it's all true. I mean, last time as in anything ever said about Calgary. I can confirm. It's all true. Hey, the house prices are way better there. So uh, that's yeah. all they got going for now. Uh, You're going to get a massive wave of people from BC moving back because no one could afford to live here anymore. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's very true. All right. So I, man, I'm sweating. I'm so nervous. I'm, I've been listening for so long. You guys got me through 2021 and you guys are amazing. I just want to say that. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Don't be nervous, though. We're Cheers. just a couple of duds over here. We're sweating, too. Yeah. yeah. Brayden's always, always. sweaty. <laughs> yeah. You can stay sweaty. Um, so, for a little bit of context, I thought I'd... But what really pushed me to call in today is because it's Mother's Day. It is. So, I wanted to tell a Mother's Day-themed story, ghost story, potentially. Perfect. So for context, I just want to say first and foremost as well that uh, I'm actually First Nations and you guys are probably the only like paranormal alien theory podcast that actually references indigenous peoples really respectfully and don't just revert to everything being built on an Indian burial ground and that's why everything is haunted. Well, that is, I thought that was just known. (laughs) We just, we didn't think, felt the need to say it because everyone knows that already. You would be surprised. Trust me. You would be surprised. Really what happened is we heard you guys were coming and we all just laid spread eagle so we could cover as much surface area. 
So yeah. therefore, everywhere is an Indian burial ground. That's exactly how that happened. That makes sense. That's, I think it checks out. I think it checks out. Okay, so for context, again, for um, this Mother's Day story I have for you guys is my mom is um, has a plethora of potential mongoose stories as well herself. She nice. was uh, came out into the city. She's a uh, single mother. So me and my sister, she took care of us and brought us up from the reservation to live in the city and to escape, you know, various, you know, um, family dramas, domestic violence, that sort of thing. She decided to become a police officer. So there's nice. a bunch of stories she has. I probably have to get her permission before telling a bunch of her mongoose file stories of, you know, a friend of a friend, you know? Yeah. Yep. But one story I can share, and it's one of her most, one of the more distinctive stories she shares. We've been par paranormally activated, I think, for as long as any of us could remember. There's always been something kind of really unfortunately dark that has followed us through when she was a child, and it affected me and my sister as well when we were children. It affected us more so prior to, you know, becoming adults. So, you know, when you're a child, you're just more haunted automatically. Yeah. But there was um, one weekend we were out. Uh, our first job was at a movie theater and we had to work really, really late, me and my sister. And my mom was the one that actually came out to drive out to pick us up at like 1 a.m. in the morning. Super late nights. And so she was driving um, up a road in Calgary, if people know Sarsi Trail. Um, she was driving up the road there, and it's a kind of overlooks the city. It's a pretty remote kind of road. What what quadrant is that? What what quadrant is that in? The northwest, northwest. city. Yeah, so it's kind of like behind like West Hills or whatever, if you know where that is. No, but I know no, where Northwest no is. Idea, but if you're, <laughs> some of the listeners might know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it is the dead of winter. Let's put it that way. It's Brutal. in the Northwest of Calgary, Sarsi Trail. It's kind of a remote and it is snowing. It is a full on blizzard. We got. So this, so this could be any date of the year between January and just like December, any time really in Calgary. <laughs> it literally snowed today. Listen. Okay. So it is 1 a.m., spooky night snowing she's driving out to the movie theater uh to come pick us up from work when we were done when she's driving along she notices that there's like a figure a shape off to the side of the road walking now there's no if you know this road there is no sidewalks on this road and the hill it's like a really steep hill and so there's quite a bit of distance on the hill to where there's residential like houses like above where the road is and down the hill where the road is. And these are closed off like houses. These are private houses and like estates almost basically. Mm -hmm. And so she's driving and there's this figure and it's, it seems to be male. And she's like, what the hell? So she's driving and all of a sudden she notices that the figure turns around and she's still kind of away. So she can't see like who the person is, but they turn around and she like, squints and was like what the what the frick is that and it's a guy and he's younger and he's kind of got emo hair or whatever but he's standing in nothing but dark skinny jeans and a jack like a, a leather jacket like it's nothing really heavy nothing suited for the weather and that's what her first thought is is that this guy isn't wearing proper clothes for the weather and he's shirtless 
Oh, you guys ran into the crow. Oh, that's oh, fucking punk fuck. rock. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and he's smirking. She drives and he's smirking and she tries her best not to look in the rear view mirror as she drives and she just presses, you know, foot to pedal and she just goes. She refuses Smart. to look in the back of her mirror because she was just like, because he stopped and he turned to watch the vehicle. Well, then you know what happens. If you look in the back of the mirror, then he's in the back seat. That's what happens. Everyone knows this. That's exactly what she said. Oh, that's called, again, that's common knowledge. I don't even have a rear view mirror. I broke it off. Yeah, so she's like not doing that. She went and she like picked us up and like went straight home. Usually we'll do like a dark lunch kind of run to McDonald's because, you know, it's 1 a.m. and we're teenage girls. So we're like, wow, nuggets. But... She was just like, no, we're going straight home. We went straight home. She like lit a smudge dead of night, smudged the whole house, smudged our room, smudged the door. Like it was a lot. And we're like, mom, what's going on? And it was only then that she kind of said what happened after she did all that. It was so spooky. But that is only just Mm. one of the plethora of stories I could tell amongst just my mom's history as well and my history. Like I've had so many spooky things. Does your mom have some kind of dark secret that the that the crow, the spirit of vengeance, would be after her for some reason? Is that why she moved off the reservation? Hmm? Hmm? No, no. Def- oh. Definitely not my mom, but definitely maybe potentially more of my family. If the people, some of the listeners who might be more familiar with like indigenous kind of culture or whatever, sometimes there's just kind of some um, bad medicine that some people put out into the world or put to to people individually and mm. directly. It's kind of like very voodoo-ish, very like bad kind of magic, if you can think of it that way. So we've just unfortunately have been subjected to a lot of, you know, jealousies and um, kind of unfair, I don't know what you would even say, I guess just a lot of baseless jealousy over from like what a lot of people think, you know, from back home on the reservation. So sometimes it's direct family. So that's why we don't really have a whole ton of close ties to our personal family without delving into the details. But yeah, there's some bad medicine that kind of people put out into the world. And we've just been the direct kind of, I guess, target for a lot of it. And that's what I've had to like deal my whole life with between, you know, sleep paralysis, literally some demonic exposure. And with your mom, and with your mom being a an RCMP or a law enforcement member, I mean that's not really they're they're not looked in the best of light, especially in the indigenous communities. No, exactly. Actually, just to brag about my mom because you know Mother's Day, my mom is actually the first indigenous police officer in the city of Calgary history. Oh, nice! Really, good for her. Yeah. Big, big, big cheers to your mother today. Thank you. I will tell her. No, she she retired early and everything. She was just like, no, nah, I'm done. done. I'm done with this. D- she did her time. But I would be really interested to see if she was willing to share some of her friend of a friend mongoose stories someday because she's got some wild stories. Oh, we'd love to hear them. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah I know you guys would love them, but I, I, I didn't want to do a personal story today because it was Mother's Day, and I was just nervous to call in. No, don't be nervous. We appreciate the call. Yeah, make sure to yeah get your mom's permission for a few more uh, juicy stories. Oh, there's some juicy ones. I have some personal juicy ones, but I wanted to tell the mom's story today. The one that I know she would be okay with me saying, because it, it didn't happen when she was on duty or anything. 
Right. Yeah. No, we uh, we love those stories and we know our listeners love those type of, you know, mongoose file type of stories like happened to a friend of a friend, even though you've told us that this happened to your mother, but... Start Mongoose Nation. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. Honestly, we could. Yeah, I know there's, I mean, any type of like first responder emergency team would have this like unlimited crazy stories. If you kind of just like separate the events and the names, but like still tell the story in a way, you know, it's cool. <laughs> Where people aren't going to get fired or, or sued. Yeah. Fired or yeah. sued. Trying to, yeah, we're trying to minimize those on this show as much as we can. Oh. Or get a formal talk from your boss. Yeah, stern talking to you from the boss. <laughs> awesome. Well, I wanted to say thank you again and, you know, enjoy my first call in. No, we appreciate it. And uh, yeah. glad we could help you get through one, one of those years of the pandemic. And we hope you stick around listening for a long time to come. Hell yeah. Right on. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Have a good one. Have Cheers. a good day. Bye bye. All right. Bye. And because of the late start, that's going to have to be my last call of the of Cosmic Channels. We're going to end it one call early today. Hopefully, next recording we'll back to normal here because that we'll was back to absolute back travesty. To, back to regular, back to regular time, <laughs> uh, and you know it will will sort out the iron out the kinks. And if you're listening right now and you want to call in and leave a message, I'm going to turn on the answering machine for people who are hoping to call in tonight. Maybe we'll, uh, they can tell their stories or if you missed it today, it. leave it there. Believe and we will it try or not, ATT isn't at home. Please leave a message <laughs> at the after, the, after the tone. We might be gone, but pick up the phone. Where could we be? Believe it or not, ATT's not home. Is that our message? Yeah. It, I want you to record it just like that, and I will put that as a message. Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Cosmic Channels is brought to you by Big Theory Productions. The Cosmic Channels are now closed. <laughs>